reading from the Bria Bhagavatamrita, Volume 1, Chapter 2, Text 92. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. <clears throat> Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Sri Parikshiruvacha Gurum Panamyatam Gatum Kalasham Giram Utsaka Alakshoka Punastena Swaputra Putra Vatsale Sri Parikshit said, O dear mother, affectionate protector of your son. Narada bowed down to his spiritual master, Lord Brahma. And when Brahma saw his son, Narada, eager to set off for Kailash, Brahma then told him something more. Purport, a father should be honored as a kind, as a kind of spiritual master, all the more if he's given essential instructions in Krishna consciousness. Brahma is the father of all fathers among living entities, and he personally taught his youngest son, Narada, the science of Srimad Bhagavatam. Because Brahma is omniscient within the material universe, he knew that Narada wanted to go to Mount Kailash, Lord Shiva's abode in the universe. Noticing that Narada was glancing down from Brahmaloka in the direction of Kailash, <coughs> Brahma decided to suggest a better idea. Om Ajnana Timarandasya Gyananjana Shalakaya Taksur Unmalatam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Manogishnam Stapitam Yena Bhutale Sayam Rupa Kadamayam Dadati sapadantikam. Vanchakalpa turubhyascha. Kripa shindu bhayevacha. Vatitanam pavanebhyo. Vaishnavebhyo. Namo namah. Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunityananda. Siyadvaita Gadadhar. Shivas Adigor Bhaktabrinda. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So greetings from New Jersey, Jack's house. I returned yesterday morning. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, we're on a Lord Shiva section, and I kind of look for things to. And I spent five minutes preparing, just looking for things that I have some realization on, and I can say something interesting. And I do struggle with these sections. I did this before in the Brihad Bhagavatamrita. So, um, just to get me going, I'll just share some of my Purushottam Amas realizations. Um, Madhavatiti Bhakati Janani, that the days of Lord Hari give birth to devotion. And what does birth mean? There's something that was not there and then manifests, or something that within you that comes out. So it's like that when you follow a codices, what to speak if you follow a month. And uh, I have a, quite a bit of doubts going, but I consulted some mentors, God brothers. Uh, and the consensus was, if you take it seriously, you should go. And I always say that destiny is the language of God. And I didn't have many things on my plate to do. And, uh, you know, it's expensive for me because uh, the prices go up at this time. 
But when I left, I really felt it was really kind of worth it that these things kind of work. That, you know, it's kind of mystical, but you get a benefit. And then something that wasn't there is there. And uh, I really went to pray for kind of further direction of where I should go in my service. <clears throat> and it kind of becomes clear to me that my service is just to be a sadhu, not to have any huge dreams. And a sadhu in our tradition means <clears throat> to be... Um, Focused, concentrated, yeah, concentrated and attached to the holy name. And it was really worked. It really was some profound, I can't say, I don't know what other people feel. Maybe I'm just coming up to the basic standards, you know, but whatever it was, it was a lot more than what was before. Considerably. And then you know, I arrived in JFK, and there was a mix-up. Somehow, I guess I didn't send the message. I th I thought Tota Gopinath would be there, so I sent him a message. I I'm, you know, I'm in on the plane. I'm ready to go. And then he said, "Well, you know, I never got that message that you were there." He said, "I'll be there in a, I'll be there in an hour." <laughs> so basically, there was no problem. But then when I was driving. I kind of looked at the world, you know, from that lens that, you know, being in Govardhan, and it was an extremely peaceful time. I even found the weather the most suitable. It wasn't excruciatingly hot, but when it's hot, it's real sadhu. It makes life so much simpler. And kind of I looked around when I'm driving out, you know, and, I, and what I drive by on the Bell Parkway is exactly where I grew up. So come my life, you know, comes past it as I I I, I cross Cropsey Avenue and Bay Parkway and Coney Island, and uh, just looking out, looking at all the houses, and just saying what are these people doing? <laughs> what are they doing? What is their goal in life? What is the use of it all? And, uh, and then starting to appreciate, you know, Prabhupada trying to give people some vision, to give them some meaning in life. Because well now it's basically most people it's eat drink especially you go to New York City eat drink and and tomorrow you die life is Sridhar Marge my god brother used to have a sticker on his briefcase life is tough and then you die and then uh, I call it. last meal life you know you're on death row and you get a lot you get a, a last meal what is the what what is the pleasure when when the, the future is so dim so i called it a last meal life what is the use when you don't re and it's not just devotees having just being a devotee and having an intellectual understanding that we're eternal, but actually getting some realization. Because you start with the Bhagavatam, it starts for devotees, but the, you don't start with that realization. Marge Prickett is a, is a devotee and he still has to ask the question, what is the duty of a man who's about to die? What should he not do? And the answer is, if you want to be fearless at the time of death, chant here and remember Krishna. Because by engaging in spiritual activities, you're starting to act on the platform of the soul and starting to value and realize the platform of the soul. And that's the only way to become fearless at the time of death, 
to live as a soul. And in our line, living in a soul means Hari Nama, Hari Nama, Hari Nama, Eva Kevalam, Kalo Nasteva, 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 Katir. There's no other way. There's no other way. There's no other way. But by chanting the, the holy name of Krishna. So I, I kind of had that sense. And then I then I had the sense, it's like, what am I doing in this place? <laughs> and then I, I thought of Prabhupada in 26-second Avenue, which is even worse. You know, he said, What am I doing? You know, why am I here? Why am I here? Because I'm sent percent faithful to the order of my spiritual master. For someone like me who doesn't have family responsibilities or managerial responsibilities, um, you know, we should only leave Brudge for preaching. That's really the only reason we should leave. And there was one famous Sasada. He was giving these lectures, and Vikram would go and give me the notes. I think some of you know Vikram was helping me. And the sadhu said, you know, if you leave Vrindavan to give Vrindavan, um, if you leave Vrindavan to give Vrindavan, then, then that's not different than Vrindavan. Um, so I, I kind of had that sense and then started to appreciate, um, you know, preaching. And that it has to be based on compassion. And what's the compassion? The compassion has to be based on some experience of Krishna consciousness. Because unless you're, 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 you're feeling Krishna consciousness, how can you feel sorry for people who don't have it? Rather, you'll envy what they have. Their wealth, their beauty, their sex life, their, you know, whatever it is. So I was just seeing that by the experience of being in Govardhan, how it made me, you know, it made me feel compassion. Because what a treasure. This temporary material world is full of suffering. Take shelter of the holy name of Krishna as your only business. How, how much you feel that people don't have this. And, you know, how we actually have to cultivate this and then get, get faith in this. That chant the holy name of Krishna is your only business or your real business, which is to realize the soul. And then, you know, I got back and I have to be jet lagged because... I mean, it's not like a very small program, just um, Gobernam Bhakta and his wife, his two kids, and a few friends. Because it would be the only time until I'm going back to India in one month to be there for Radhastami that I'd have an opportunity to see their new house. And some of you have been there, they raised it completely. You look at there's this big house there. And so I thought I would go. So I, I, you know, we did Kirtan. Jack and Jeff Eisenberg were with me. Jack was off, so he came. And I didn't know Jack would be off. He usually works on Saturday. So I asked Jeff, very nice, compassionate, nice person who sometimes, you know, comes with me. And uh, so I spoke. And. I didn't think it's going to be like a very inquisitive. There's only like, I think, six or eight people there or something. I was just coming for the doshas and the sambar, and the Italy's. <laughs> and uh, so I asked if there's any questions. And they asked a question that maybe some of you are asking, so I think I should answer it. And it's funny, the only question that was asked, why am I wearing black T-lock? <laughs> and and this, is, this is my answer is, well, I got it from Radha Kun, but the answer is, 
is I like wearing T-lock. I, I like wearing T-lock. You know, I, I just like wearing T-lock. You, you mark your body with the names of God. It sanctifies it. And it, it represents the concept, I belong. Like a woman, you know, a chaste woman, and she wears certain markings on her head. Then she's married, I belong. So this means I, I belong. It's just like Krishna's footprints. I explained in Vrindavan. The commentators say that the earth wears those footprints, doesn't allow those footprints to disappear with the conception that, you know, I belong to Krishna like Tilak. But for years, the, the, the Gopi Chandan doesn't work. It, I don't know what it is. It just cracks on your face. It doesn't stay. And then it looks sometimes like bird droppings or, you know, and then I one day I just tried this T-lock and it, it just sticks all day. It doesn't even come off when I pay. <laughs> you got to really, I, I guess that's one reason. Then the, the lady I talked to is Indian and I said, because I'm white <laughs> and it contrasts with my face. So I have to see what people's reaction to it. I know when we first came to the movement, we didn't have T-lock. I think it was full as earth or some kind of, cement i don't know what we use it wasn't t-lock so i'll just see if it makes people think i'm in a different sampradaya you know or maybe because like i'm the only iskan sannyasi or kind of not iskan that wears a beard after a while people get used to it so that's why we are i welcome any feedback but I just like that I can put it on. And I found two ways to put it on that actually works. One, I, I had this little stick I got from Iran. They sent me some tea that had saffron and, and rock candy. And you put it in and the hot, it melts it. There's a little stick and, and I can put it on. But I didn't have it there. So I used just a, a thank you, Bhakti Devi. Then I, I had a, a, just a, T-lock, uh, uh, an incense stick, and I put it on the incense stick, and you can just, and therefore, otherwise. Anyway, and I feel like sadhus, they wear T-lock, and, and they're really good at it, too. They're really good at it. And of course, it's not just the external thing. Externals, you know, it's uniform, but it's a devotional item, so that's why... Now, getting back to this, the 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 general the general theme is, and I'll repeat it again and again: Parama, Antim Desha, Parama Desha Antim, the top stage. Sanatana Goswami has to explain this, and uh, you have to explain the top stage. You have to explain the other stages beforehand, otherwise you won't realize it's the top stage. And it also tells you something about where you're going. It's just like you have an unripe mango and then it's a ripe mango, but you understand something until it reaches perfection. So you can learn a lot about perfection. It's just perfection is something more. So you can learn about the basics and what it is and what's bhakti and and it's so it's so nice. And, and we're in the section where the the demigods are being explained. And it, it's not an ordinary thing. You can imagine Lord Brahma's a hundred perfect births without any defect in their social duties and the lever of his service. But what we're seeing from the reactions of Indra and Brahma, and I mentioned this before, that it's great to do service, but when you do big service, it can become an upadi or a material designation because you can start to identify with the position which you are doing that service, which is not the, the real you. 
you're not the progenitor, you're not the, you know, the guru, you're not the, you know, you're none of these things, really. They're just, they're just, you're not the uniform. You may use the uniform, may give you identity. You're not the, it may give you a, an identity. A uniform gives you an identity. So it's not essential, but it has some value. But it's not the essence, the real essence. Vidyavinia Sampane, Brahmani Gavi Hashtani, Suni Chaiva Supake, Pandita Samadarshana. We're all the same in one sense. On one level, spiritual sparks, when we have particular identities as Krishna's servants. But the position can give you, as Prabhupada, uh, Gobi Pranadana says, the purport of type of conceit, like an identity other than a service of Krishna as a master, as a controller. It can really feed into the, the, the false ego. And, and that's what Brahman Indra expressed. You know, I'm not that fortunate just because I've been given a big position because it feeds the, the, and we see that, don't we see that played out in Iskand? You know, getting a meal, a great meal is great, but if you can't digest it, it's the worst thing in the world. You know, you may have a great meal. Wow, your mercy, you got all the pizza and the pasta. But then if you're up all night, nauseous and vomiting, then what was the, you know, was it really mercy that they fed you all that food? I have to say it was mercy yesterday because the doshas and the Italy's and the samba and the, the, the South Indian potato subji with the mustard seeds, it, it all all digested and I wasn't going to take the sweets from you know the Edison Indian section when I just came from Vrindavan you know I just came from Vrindavan where I'm a stone's throw from Giriraj Mistan Bandar although I don't really eat I can't eat sweets anymore I, I can take something I can take something. Like when I go into Vrindavan, there's this wonderful lady and, and she cooks gourmet Italian food for the Vaishnavas. And she's so happy when I come and her assistant brings me that when I go into Vrindavan, that's like for a day, that's how I eat. She makes homemade ice cream. Like really, I can take a few tablespoons. I can't do the whole court like I used to do. It's just, and also I think that's the other thing when you feel your service is a sadhu and it's based on, on chanting the holy name, then you look at the rest of your life in relationship to how it facilitates that. And eating a lot, eating a lot of heavy things doesn't. So it, it creates your, a, a kind of a, a, a vision. Vishyavani Vartante, Niraharasyadena, Raso Rajam, Raso Pyasya Param, Drishva, the Vartate, Param, Supreme Drishva. If you got the better taste, then you can give up other things. So that's our, our philosophy. So, anyway, Lord Brahma deflected praise because he is a Vaishnav. And a Vaishnav, even if he has a lot of mercy, he's humble because you can't feel mercy unless you feel you don't deserve it. So you have to see your lack. And it kind of works. The more you become Krishna conscious, it should be the more the more you become Krishna conscious, the more you should become humble. That's how our philosophy should work. It's just a natural psychological thing. 
So these great devotees, <clears throat> they never really feel it. And their goal is not to be superior, so they're not, they're not the least bit hesitant to point out. There are gradations. There are gradations in relationships with Krishna, even among pure devotees. It's just as different varieties of flavors, and some may be more intense. And Lord Chaitanya came to give or awaken within us that which is more intense. That's why it's so merciful. Namo Mahabhadanyaya Krishna Prema Pradayate Krishnaya Krishna Chaitanya Namne Gora Shishena Maha. He's Namo Mahabhadanyaya. He's the most munificent avatar because Krishna Prema Pradayate. He's giving Krishna Prema. He, he, he's somehow awakening that within our soul. So, um, they don't feel that abhiman, that self-conception, I am so special, I am that. It just doesn't happen with the Vaishnava because it, it, doesn't, it doesn't come with the bhava or love. Love comes from a subordinate position. Even if you're a parent and, and you have a position over your child, if you love your child, you're ruled by their desires that are their needs. Not that any whimsical thing they do, but the child has a legitimate need. Even beyond that, a little bit out of love, the parent becomes subordinate. So in love, in love, there has to be humility. There's no such thing as, as pride in love. That becomes lust. So, um, So he deflects that praise and uh, Parikshit's noticing this because he's describing it to his mother. And Narada heard that and he bowed to his father and spiritual master. And Prabhupada indicates in the, Gopi Pranadana indicates in those purports that the elders should be honored that way, especially if they give Krishna consciousness, but even if they don't. Because <laughs> that especially, more so if he gives the essential instructions. But that culture, and we're talking about a proper culture, not what modern culture is, is become, where it practically tries to denigrate the nuclear family. But that culture where people who are superior represented the wisdom of the tradition and all societies had values generally that were coming down. Generally, they all had honor thy mother and father, you know, the basic well, we say a Judeo-Christian, but it, the values are the same in a Hindu culture and an Islamic culture. There were basic values. So there was a certain representative of truth in a proper culture. Of course, people always can abuse their position and they can be crazy people, but the general principle was that. And I used to laugh at that when I used to come to India and I used to look at the altar. You know, I used to look at the altar and, uh, you know, it'd be Radha and Krishna and everybody else, including, you know, mother and, and father. But, but, it, but now I look about it, it was a beauty that, that, that there was something respectable coming from that. What to speak if they actually, as Prabhupada said, actually represent. And that's why that, 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 the, the, 
context and commentary of that very important verse, Acharya Mam Vijanayam Navamanyetakari Chip, we should worship the Acharya as my very self. I think the previous verse talks about anyone who's representing that culture. The parents should be representing God. So why aren't they guru? person is guru because he represents God. So why shouldn't the parents also be guru? Why shouldn't the teacher be guru? Why shouldn't the head of the government be guru? And if they represent God, we should see them as God. Just tastes like what? Sugar? And as much as As much as, you know, the viceroy represented the king. He wasn't the king, but he's the representative. And that's a simple analogy that Prabhupada always gave. So he he wants to tell him something more. And I think what he's going to tell him is about Lord Shiva's humility that he actually serves those who also worship him. And that's what love's all about. That's why Krishna, he is Bhaktivatsala, he also serves the devotees. It's not just he's sitting there with his threefold bending form. But Krishna, Prabhupada, I give this statement that Prabhupada made, Krishna doesn't have the defect of impersonality. So one, that means he's controlled by love and it means he loves those who love him. And that's the supreme personality of Godhead, which is demonstrated in the Bhagavatam and the Gita because the first time we see God or our God is as the charioteer driver of Arjuna to show that the supremacy of personality is their own reciprocation in love. Not just as a position and it's honored, but the person who has the position honors those who honor him and becomes the servant of everyone. And that's their identity. So, so Brahma is going to tell his son, no, there's, before you go there, there's a few more things I want to tell you. Sri Brahma Vacha Kuverena Puradhadya Vakya Rudro Vashikrita Brahma Paman Da Vyatare Tasya Brahma said, Kaveri once earned the gratitude of Lord Shiva by devotedly worshipping him. So a person who receives service becomes grateful. Grateful for the love that's shown to them. And therefore, this gratitude is practically the first symptom of the soul. From then then on within the universe, Lord Shiva submitted to Kavera's authority on on Kavera's Mount Kailash. So it was the treasure of the demigods abode that Lord Shiva lives becomes his abode. And he accepts the authority, just like Krishna, you know, accepted Yudhisthira as an elder or something like that, or accepted the king. Um, that's a, a, a great sign of a person. Yeah, even when I, 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 I went to Iskan, I was taking breakfast and sometimes lunch. There's a younger devotee there, younger than me, he's 50, but he's a sannyasin guru. 
see Krishna Maharaj. And he's very humbly served there for over 30 years, which is special. I don't know any devotee that's got that kind of mercy and that type of consciousness that could stay there so long. And he's quite advanced. And I go there and I see he's become like the Mahant. Like he, 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 you know, now he has disciples. He, he, you know, he really, not that he imposes authority, but he's so respected there. And it's a, it's actually a good managerial system that he's actually, he's the Acharya. I can see that. And they really respect him. And he's, he's worthy of it. But I go there, they try to put my table first because I'm a Prabhupada disciple. Because they put for senior devotees, they put tables. I put mine. I, I go there occasionally, hardly ever. Kind of second, you know, I, I feel like I'm coming into his place. So that's a good thing. I think. Tad vidik palurupena tad yogya parivark raka vasatya vishkrite swopa vaibhava san umapati. Lord, Lord Shiva, the husband of Uma, lives there as the guardian of Kuvera's side of the heavenly planet sphere. Accompanied by pseudal attendants, he shows but a small fraction of his opulence. We already know that Brahma made this distinction about Lord Shiva that where he, you know, Brahma is the kind of the king of the universe, or, you know, Indra is, but Brahma is even higher. And they have all these accoutrements of, of, of power which a king must have to rule. Because when you manage, you want to command respect. The main thing should be your character. But there are certain external accoutrements of power that help, like opulence. Because most people, they see greatness in terms of opulence. So even if the king's detached, he has to have the accoutrements of power. And it works. Just look at England. You know, when they had that inauguration of the new king, and you know, all the protocol and the opulence, and it works. <laughs> right? And you can see how it's kind of healthy for the citizens to have that humility that there's, you know, there's something higher. And ultimately, it should feel it represents God because the king was Naradev. So, purport, Kavera, the appointed treasurer of heaven, rules the northeast. Pleased with Kavera, Lord Shiva, despite his own elevated position, takes up menial service as Kavera's guard. Lord Shiva's wife, Uma, Uma, and several of his associates and servants accompany Lord Shiva and Kailash, which compared with his eternal abode outside the universe, is modest in opulence and entourage. Brahma implies if you go see Lord Shiva on Kovar's Kalash, you will not be able to understand how much greater Lord Shiva is than I. Don't make the mistake of just the person's external thing, representing their, even their power sometimes. So, itahi krishna bhagavan madrisham bhakti yantrita mamaloke swadau cha vasat yuchita lilaya just as the personality of Krishna brought under control the devotion of servants like me resides on my planet and heaven and elsewhere. Lord Shiva lives in Kailash displaying suitable pastime. So Krishna was living on Brahma's planet. He said there that 
God reciprocates. That's the whole idea of the philosophy. Prabhupada said, these are famous statements, I repeat again, Krishna is responsive. That's what a person is. The person is responsive. So, purport, the Supreme Lord reciprocates with his best devotees in this world, Brahma, Kashyapa, and so on, by living with them personally in heaven, below heaven on the earth, above heaven on Mahaloka, and elsewhere. In each heart incarnation, the Lord appears with suitable pastimes, paraphernalia, family, and friends. So we'll read on. Now tell me, now let me tell you the opinion of the Vaya Purana. The abode of Sri Mahadev lives outside the seven coverings of the universe. So you're going to see him there, but I'm going to tell you about what his abode is like. Purpose. The material universe is enclosed within seven concentric circles made of earth and other basic elements. So that's a real humbling thing. The earth is considered, our universe is 4 billion miles. Billion miles. Earth, water. There's a covering of water that's 40 billion miles in diameter. Then there's a covering of fire, which is 400 billion miles. Then there's ether, which is 4,000 billion miles. And then, no, air, and then ether, which is 40,000 billion miles covering of the universe and to go through the universe in a mechanical way which is described in the second canto you have to get through all those layers and what holds you back is your attachment because each layer represents a sense element like the fragrance of the earth element. Then you got to earth water, the water of the taste element. You got to get through the taste element and the most exquisite tastes in the world. You'll have to transcend. Fire, the sight element. Air, the, the sensual element, sexual feelings, and then ether, the sound element, 40,000 billion miles of the most incredible sound. <laughs> so that's what he's saying. In contrast to all planets inside the shells, planets that are temporary products of material nature, this abode of Lord Shiva is not a creation of Maya. It's Shiva Loka, there is no unhappiness. The world is attained by the best of Lord Shiva's devotees, the ones who understand to be non-different from Sri Krishna, not the Shaivites who are karmis or ganis who are worshipped Lord Shiva as an independent supreme controller. Eternal and full of happiness, that abode is absolutely real. It can be attained by the best of Lord Shiva's servant. Their Lord Shiva served by the most excellent regalia, reveals himself in his full splendor, surrounded by companions who share opulence and beauty equal to his. As his personal deity, he worships Lord Shankarshan, non-different from himself. What amazing wonders does Lord Shiva in this manifestation not display? You have the power to go there because you have great devotion for him. Therefore, go take shelter of him and see the real mercy of Krishna. Prichard said, my dear mother, after Narada received these instructions, he, he departed for Shiva Loka with joyful anticipation, chanting Shiva Krishna. So maybe I'll chant that mantra. It's it's authorized. Okay. Jamuna Jaya.
what struck you today? Hey, Christian Raj, thank you so much for class. Um, quick sidebar, I appreciated your struggles with T-Lock. <laughs> I really struggled, so I might have to try an incense stick as well. So I appreciate it. Hey, I'll tell you, it's great. I, mean, I have this little stick I use today, but this insect stick, you 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 know, you kind of make the thing and just shoot. And then otherwise with the hand and I it just, you know, I'm so like we don't have karma. It's like one time I visited Rinayananda Maharaj, and I'm like a sado look, and he's like more the Wested look. So he 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 looked at me, he said, ah, oh, he said, I, I just can't do that. He says, I put on a charter, it just falls. I put on a charter, it just falls. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And like Radhanath Swami walks, his hands are under the charter. It's like, it's natural. <laughs> so there's certain thing. One time I went to Houston and Tamal uh, Krishna had these Gujarati disciples and they make these chapatis when they finish him there's actually two chapatis and they separate them and they're paper thin. So I told Tamal Krishnamarja, I said, well, I'd like to get one of my disciples down here to learn this. And he looked at me, he said, it's Janma, it's not Guna Karma. <laughs> <laughs> so I think putting on Tilak with your hands and like this, it's like, it, 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 try it, try it, actually. Oh, I, oh. I am. I so appreciate your struggles. When I put it here, you just put the pressure where you're going to put it in the nose, you know, and then and then if you finish it, you can take a cloth. And then I got these T-Lock stamps. So. Nice. So the T-Lock stamp. But I do it. You know, I'd like to anoint my body and remember the names. Okay. So that was your any other realization? Yes, yeah, that was that was great. Um, I really love the um what you said about if we don't um if we don't really taste Christian consciousness, then we won't have the compassion to want to share it for others. And then the second half was really wonderful because then if we don't have the compassion to share it with others, then we envy the material possessions. And that second part was really st- stuck out to me. And we go into that conception. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you Gail? Hi, Krishna Maharaj. Hi, Bob. Well, what stuck, out, what stuck out for me was dosha, idli, and sambar. <laughs> because, because I was struck because, you know, a friend of mine invited me over for lunch today, my husband and I. And You're the only thing she meant, a friend, a friend. And the what? only things what? I say, yeah, yeah, a friend invited me over for lunch, and the only thing she mentioned that would be on the menu was dosha, idli, and sambar. <laughs> I envy you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't believe, you know, the only three things she mentioned was the only three things you mentioned at the I don't know, class. these super soul connections we have, Gail, <laughs> is sometimes <laughs> mystical. And you know it's my favorite thing. <laughs> Is it? Oh my goodness, Maharaj. Wow. Okay. Oh, I love those doshas. And the oh and the, the coconut chutney, abundant coconut chutney. No, the the the, the dosha idli and somebody that's not my favorite things. I mean my our super soul experiences. That's what I meant. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, I'm so disappointed. I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> no, oh. but I do. I do love Italy. I do love okay. Italy. I, okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, Gail. That's it for my realizations, Mahesh. <laughs> your, your, your realizations, by the way, are getting higher and higher as I know <laughs> off the mental plane. Okay. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj, Tota Gopi, not here. So yes, good to see you. Tomorrow, Kota. Absolutely. And, and make enough for Jack, too, okay? Very well. No problem. Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thanks for class. Where are you? Super Soul. Okay. Wonderful project. 
Okay, I'm trying to think. Oh, oh, which building? The Yogi House has Wi-Fi now. Okay, great, great. Okay, Harry Bo, nice to see both of you. Yeah. Nice to see you too. Glad you made it back. Yeah, it's good. I, I now I have an appointment at one thirty. I hope I don't fall asleep in it. But anyway, <laughs> I think I'm good. I think I'm good. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj, Isabel, thank you for class. Isabel, looking forward to spending some time next the week after next with you. Okay? Me too, Maharaj. Thank you. Take care of yourself, okay? Especially this week, really. Do you have a zero gravity chair? They're great for the back. You know what that is? I had I had one. I, I do have to get one. But it was mostly the the Lyme that was really affecting me. The the Lyme disease was really knocking me down, but feeling much better now. Where did you get the Lyme disease from? Um, probably here in North Carolina when hiking. Uh, when I came to do the Panchakarma, I had to take on my head. I hate country yeah. walks, so I'm safe from Lyme disease. <laughs> <laughs> I love hiking, so it's, I've had a lot it's of such, things. It, it's the one thing that's epidemic. Amala Vaishnav had it. Donna Kaylee's husband had it. Jamuna Jaya. Really, so many people get that Lyme disease. I mean, when I go out, I feel like I go out in upstate New York, I, I, I'm afraid to walk in the grass. That's that's how I am with that Lyme disease. Okay. Yeah, it's pretty bad, but it, I'm feeling much better now. And, and the back okay. will, will be cured soon, hopefully. Okay, but... But I, I really feel that myself, by right? that zero gravity chair, it takes all the pressure off the back. And I know if I sit up regularly on a chair, you tend to bend over it, you know, so, okay. True. Thank okay. you. Okay. Anybody else say hello? Krishna Gurudev. Hey, Krishna. Whoa. Tota. I mean, uh, Gopa. Gopa, my God. Of all people to become a hippie, I can't. <laughs> Where are you guys? At your home? Kentucky, and I got the shirt. Where are you? We're home now, but we just got back from Kentucky. We were there oh, for the really. Yeah. You, what did you build? What did you build? <laughs> what did you build in Kentucky? What did you work like on? Just had fun this week, but I, I built like a a ladder to like a swimming area and kids went to um narayan went and oh. uh okay great great get get them out there in that homestead okay yeah. but sharp we'll see you on sunday yeah okay, okay. harry bow anybody else say hello maraj you just fear can i ask you a quick question oh yeah Hare Krishna. You said that the only quality that early in, earlier you said the only quality that Krishna does not have is impersonalism. Yet I understood that every quality we have in minute quantity, because that's the source of it. Can you just elaborate a little bit? I don't want to speculate. Prabhupada said Krishna doesn't have the defect of impersonality. And it's used in a particular concept is that he relates in relationships. He, he, he relates in love. So in person, you know, English language, impersonal in, in means that you're callous. He's not callous, you know. Of course, you know, in one sense, he's also renounced. So I guess, you know, things like that can be there. Um. Yeah, well, that's what I meant. He he he's not he's not callous. Is he's the supreme personality of Godhead, and if he's the supreme personality of Godhead, it's yeyatam He reciprocates in relationships. He has an impersonal feature, but Krishna means when God, of course, I, I see Krishna is very interesting because what Krishna means is when God is personal. <laughs> so yes, if you if it, it, it it's kind of like um a person at home. You know, he, he when a person's at home, he's very personal. 
Okay, so technically, the person is also the high court judge and can be aloof too. So I guess that's also within the person, but not when he's manifest as Bill at home, you know? So Krishna just doesn't mean God. It means when God is personal. But he also has the other. Tadejati, tadnaijati, tadre, tadvantike, tarantarasyasarvasya, tadisavars. He walks and he doesn't walk. He's near and far. So he resolves all contradiction. Yudhisthira, thanks for that question. Give me an opportunity to clear that up. Thank you. Thank you, Marsh. Anybody else? Thank you, Maharaj. Hare Krishna. I always love to hear your voice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. And appreciative that by this medium, you know, we can stay contact even if, you know, the Prabhupada said you use a thorn to take out a thorn. So that what separated us all is this modern civilization, which splattered people, you know, we're, We'd have communities with, you know, our guru in the community. So, you know, the modern civilization, the advancement of modern, you know, your friends are scattered all over, but we, we can help take it out by the communication that we have. Good. Anybody else say hello? We are so fortunate, Guru Maharaj. Anybody else like to say hello? Hare Krishna, Guru Maharaj. It's Lalgavinda. Thank you for class. Hare Bhav. Hare Bhav. On your back. Okay, great to see you. Very well. Very well. See you Tuesday. I don't. I don't know. I got it. I'm still working on getting the the new shop up and running. So oh, I think there's some finalization a stuff. A lot of anxiety. Well, you'll miss the yeah. the sweets I brought back. Oh. Uh, <laughs> well, hopefully, maybe Bridget can make it, and, and she could she could put a couple in her pocketbook for me. Let's see if she'll come. Okay. Anybody else? Hi, Paul. Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Hemalata Radha. Shankishore Das. Hare Paul Maharaj. Thank you. Oh, Hemalata Radha. Um, yes, Maharaj. I spoke to Raghunath, and he said that you're more than willing to just come and participate. He's going to be up in Rishikesh. I'll speak to you about that personally. Okay, yes, please. Thank you, Maharaj. Okay. Thank you, Maharaj. He was very excited. Oh, yes, yes, let them come. I, I mean, it just you could just rent the room the same place and hear it. We'll talk about it. Okay, anybody else like thank to say you. hello? Hey, Bo. Hare Krishna. Oh. Hey, Haribo. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back, Maharaj. Are you guys coming to go over it on this year? Of course. Yes. Did you let them know? Who? I sent no. out a, an email. Yeah, we haven't responded, but we're definitely going. Okay, we'll tell Jagannath Priya. She's just keeping a list of people, so I, I reserve your uh, Yeah, no problem. Which I put, air, I put air conditioner, which also has a heater, but anyway. Are they working, the ACs? What? Do they work? It had worked initially for me. Okay. I mean, it worked was not the, the room. I wasn't there. The one they put in was so big. <laughs> it can like, you know, cool anything. <laughs> yeah, okay. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. I see. Hare Bo. Who else? Say hello. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Jai. Hare Bo. Hare Bo. Good. Thank you for your class. From the island of Kish. Mr. <laughs> Hare Krishna. Anybody Hare else? Krishna. Hare Krishna Maharaj. Thank you for class. Amla, that's such a picture. That's when you were guru in Varsana. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> they judge people by the size of their beads and their tattoos. <laughs> Okay. Anybody else? Hare Krishna Maharaj. This is Chad. Uh, just appreciating your classes. Thank you kindly. Okay. Great. Great. Anybody else? Okay. I'm looking down the list. I see all the people that are there. That's great. 
Hare Krishna Gumaraj, this is Kishori Radha. Hare Bo. Uh, Hare Bo. What when I say we can talk on Monday, right? Um, I didn't receive an email, but I can talk on Monday. Yeah, Monday we'll figure. After work. You'll, you'll let me know the times. Okay, I'm going to head out now. Okay. One second. Vanchakalpa through Bhishnakripa Sindhu.